Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Supergirl TV Talk. This is our first summer episode for 2019. My name is Frank, and joining me uh, is the man who wishes he was in San Diego this past week, Tim. Man, do I wish I was in San Diego. Although it was so hot this weekend, I felt like I was in San Diego. <laughs> I know. I know. Who boy, was it, was it warm? Who boy, who boy. It was a hot one here uh, on the East Coast, but, uh, but that's okay. How, how's it going? How's your summer been? My summer has been quite good frank knows what things that have happened hold on wait what things that have happened the show wrapped in may mm-hmm. so i'm i'm on vacation and mm-hmm. uh yep that sends all my important news yeah, is, yeah yeah no nothing important nothing huge like you getting married or anything like that not, what not, what not who got married what <laughs> oh what, what no anyway yeah i got married frank yeah yeah, yeah you were there and I uh was... yeah yeah some people who uh have guested on the show were also there that's right and uh, none of the cast of Supergirl was there, despite my invitations to them. I know. I know. I what? thought it was really, really cold the way none of them got back to you, but yeah. Whatever. I know. What I say? Makad said he was coming. He, yeah. RSV- he RSVP'd, but you know what? I guess he likes to leave things, so. I, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll, I guess we'll have to follow up on what that means, but um yeah, man, a lot of news came out of Comic-Con. A lot of news around around Supergirl, a lot in particular around the crossover stuff. So, I think we should I think we should talk about it all. I think we should break it all down here and um if anybody wants to hear the rest of our discussion about other uh Comic-Con news, we'll be covering it over on Beer with Geeks, which is our our other podcast, um one of our many shows over on Thought Bubble Audio, but um I say you and I take some time and talk about the DC TV news right here and now. I am ready for the DC TV news. All right. Are you ready? Are you ready? Because I'm ready. I got it all. I got all the news right here. Tell me. Hit me with it. What's what's going on? What's ha- what item, happened? Item number one. Julie Gonzalo is joining the cast as the new owner of Catco. Mm-hmm. She is, she is playing Andrea Rojas, a woman of business who also holds a mystical secret. Now, uh, now this character... Um, this character, uh, Andrea Rojas, is a character from the comics called Akrata. Yes. Yes. Uh, she's pretty new. Just 2000, I think, created by Oscar Pinto. Um, and she is, she's got some teleportation skills. She's got some martial arts. Really, to be honest, don't really know anything about the character. Well. Um, um, do you know something about the character? Yep. She was in one episode of Smallville. Really? Yep. Really? Yep. Um, if you remember, there was an episode where there was a, a vigilante who worked with Chloe at the Daily Planet, and her name was, uh, she, she was a vigilante, and she went by the name The Angel of Vengeance. Yes, uh, I do remember that. Yes. That was a Krata, oh. but with a more, like, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't know, just a, a more anglicized name, I guess. Um, they made a reference to something about the, 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 the term Akrata somewhere in that episode, like it was the name of an organization or something. Um, but in sort of typical Smallville fashion where they were uh, sort of like, oh, people aren't ready for this yet. Uh, they, they, they changed it a little bit and, and became Angel of Vengeance. Uh, that was back in season five, I want to say. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So we, we've seen this character in that context before. 
That is cool. Well, so, I mean, I'll be honest. Wikipedia has told me what I need to know about this character. Um, but she is a Mexican national. Her father was a former political leader in Central America who now researches, quote, pre-Hispanic cultures. And she, Acrata specializes, or Acrata specializes in striking against organized crime. Every time she catches a perpetrator or helps avert a tragedy, she cites a literary quotation or paints graffiti, insulting or challenging the local authorities. So she is a superhero. She is a good guy. She was um, offered a place on the Birds of Prey, but turned it down. And that's hmm. pretty much that's pretty much all I've got going for. But it's a it's a deep pull for Supergirl. But it really is. Sometimes when they pull some deep characters, they end up doing like they end up doing some real fun stuff with that. I they, I think Dreamer is a great example of that. You know, a character that didn't exactly have a huge following, but she is just a delight to watch on screen. So I agree. That's a great example. You're absolutely right. That is a great example of how they they take the maybe less known characters from the DC uh universe and uh and make them into something pretty special so right. even agent liberty you know is not right you know, does not exactly have a huge following but you know there you go one two there you go there you go so that's my that's my first bit of news second bit of news a new reporter uh played by staz nair who his name will be william day day d-e-y d hmm. will be a new Probably reporter day. Day, I would say Day, who also joins Catco, and his values will clash with Kara's. Hmm. Yeah. So, wonder what that means. Wonder what that means. Means that they're gonna be there's gonna be some conflict of interest. Not everybody is just every journalism's great. Everyone, everyone, gather around. So now, you know, the last time that uh, she clashed with with a, another a dude over values and stuff, she fell in love. That is true. That so, is true. Maybe this is one of those, another one of those, like they start out as enemies and then become lovers for things. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if that, I don't want her to f- keep following that line. I also really enjoy when she doesn't have romantic, like a romantic tangle. You I'm know? not saying I want it. I'm just, I'm just saying pointing that's, out a, that could be similarity. a possibility. Mm, yeah. You're right, though. You're uh, right. But, but um, so he's going to be an original character created for the series. Um, mm-hmm. and it says on the surface, he's a cynic and a sellout who looks down on Kara's earnest idealism. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, original for the show is good because as comic fans, we have no idea what's going to happen. That's right. That's, that's really great. I like that. I like um, that too. I'm on board that, for that. Yeah. Cause then you're not like, oh, well he's you know insert character here so he must he must be fine you know she's maggie sawyer she's gonna live like there's there's mm-hmm. none of that sort of um yeah you know n- knowing how it's gonna end you you, you have uh right a little more ability to to uh play around with the character and, and do things that the audience doesn't expect that's right and if they become the co- if they become a costume character that just means that you pull somebody obscure where people don't get too up in arms about that's oh, right. But that's not who that actually is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Where they have a flexible backstory and whatnot. Exactly. So one I'm very excited for, Jesse Rath's sister, who plays Brainy on the show, Megan Rath. I know. Is, is playing female Brainiac 5 how, this season. How freaking cool is that? I wasn't expecting that. And you and I actually haven't talked about this one. We've been we've been texting about some of the news as it comes out. But um, wow, I love that. Like, I really, really love that. Me too. I I don't know what it means or where it's going or what the purpose is, but I think it's great. Does 
there's there's got to be something about if i may if i may speculate please do brainy has a hard time connecting with people and so right yes correct yes he has a hard time connecting with people so and the majority of the 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 friends that he has in his life now are female right and if he's romantically entangled with dreamer is there something like he become is he are we talking about him becoming a female version of himself to understand like to understand people to, to understand his friends to understand dreamer to understand the movement i don't know mm. i don't know if that's where they're going with that if it, if that is true it honestly it feels weird oh interesting okay um it, I, it kind, that to me kind of feels like um do you know that um the old superman comic um lois lane i am a black do you know what i'm talking about oh yes from, from like the 50s from the, from the yeah. 50s maybe 50s the 60s, 60s. I think it's from the 60s yeah. where she goes to a machine and she becomes an african-american woman to understand the black experience that that is well-intentioned but feels is so so awful so poorly so, done so poorly done so not not great and so i just hope that this doesn't hmm. weirdly go down that aisle i have i have hope in them though i mean like i i have so much trust in in that's true in this show to not to not go if they're going to do something like that it's going to be something meaningful let's let's be honest now this show does uh does like to um call out social issues and um and bring those to the forefront and that's so so you're not i don't think you're off base in thinking that they might go that route but I think that they'll do it um, in a way. If they were to do that, I think they would do it in a way that is going to be, um, you know, good. Uh, teach a good lesson and and do it well and, and with with good execution, as opposed to the the un- unfortunate Lois Lane, Lois Lane storyline. I'm also super excited because I've seen Megan Rath before. Um, mm-hmm. She was in New Girl for uh, a oh, few episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so I know her from that. Um, they I definitely her right look away. like they definitely look like siblings. I had no idea. I had no idea there were siblings. I saw her and I was like, oh, she dated Coach in that one season of New Girl. Um, so so I'm actually really excited for, for that reason for that reason alone, um, just because I know she's a great actress already. Mm-hmm. And and then finding out that she was actually Jesse Rath's sister is is just like such brilliant casting and such a brilliant it's cool thing. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm excited about that. Me too. He had been pushing for her to be on the show since he got there, apparently. So, I didn't know that. That's yeah, great. Yeah, so this has been, so it's like a victory for him. So anyway, let's move on. Um, Andrea Brooks, who plays Miss Tessmacher, has been promoted to series regular. So Woo! we can certainly expect to see a lot more of her, which is excellent. Talk about, like, starting as, like, a joke part. Like, just, it was literally just for Kat to yell out Miss Tessmacher. That was that's her a, role. That's and, really all it was. And now she's a series regular. That is... That says a actually that, you know what, that says a lot about Andrea Brooks more than anything else. Or it says a lot about her. I mean, she is she's been she's been fantastic, and who would have? Yeah, you're right. It does say a lot about her because it's it the to, to when you first saw her, you would we wouldn't have thought much. Wouldn't have thought necessarily that she had those kind of dramatic chops, right? Because she was playing it off for laughs, and and um, she was a very different character than, than what we see today. And they, they did just a be- she did a fantastic job transforming that character. It really shows the, what a range she has. I also really appreciate the way that these, uh, just these shows, the, the DC TV shows in general, are so willing to do this stuff for, uh, you know, like Felicity was supposed to be a, a small character and she became mm-hmm. Felicity. That's right. <laughs> so right. uh, I, I appreciate that just in general. 
Yeah, I do too. It's great. Speaking of great news, though, Jeremy Jordan, our very own wind shot, hasn't been seen since season the end of season three, mm-hmm. but he is coming back in the second half post-crisis of season five for three episodes, which is pretty awesome. That's exciting that. That, he's, that he's coming back. It's post-crisis, so there's going to be some, you know, wrap up of that he's going to have to go i mean he's going to be learning a lot about some stuff or maybe he knows it because it's the future already but the future keeps changing so who's to say who um, can say but i'm say? i'm pumped that he's coming back he always said he wanted to he always said that he you know that that he would um when the time was right so i mm-hmm. guess the time is right yep and if he's coming back for three episodes i i would work under the assumption that he's all he's he'll go back to the future um at the at the end. At but the that's end. O- yeah, but that's okay. It's great to have him back. Um, who we will not have back, though, they will. They won't overlap with one another. This is this is it, though. This is what I want to talk about. Makad Brooks is uh, our very own James Olsen is leaving the show, and after the first half of the season, so after Crisis, yeah. there will be no more James Olsen, which means James gonna die. I think so. There, I think James, that's. I think you're 100 percent right. James is going to die. Wynn's going to come back and realize that his best friend is dead. Yeah. Just putting that out there. Yeah. That's going to be yeah. some dark, heavy stuff going on. That's going to be some like post blip stuff, you know, like it's going to be, uh, it's going to be some, some, some real stuff. Yeah. I, it is a bummer that they probably won't overlap because it's going to be that mid season thing. And yeah, if, if what we think is, is right, then, then we, there probably mm-hmm. won't be a James to, uh, to come back to um i mean they they said you know we look forward to james returning to national city at some point in the future but i kind of feel like that's just a line and that they're covering up what i think so in the in the crossover i think so too and i mean flashbacks are flashbacks you know clones are clones you know there's always oh God, there's always yeah. a way around the alternate right, earths right. and whatever there's always a way around stuff like that but he's leaving to work on his film career and so uh enjoy your james while you have him because yeah. Because only about ten episodes in, and that's gonna that's gonna be the end of James, um, which is which is crazy. But I wonder if we're gonna get you know that classic Superman holding Supergirl and you know the dead Supergirl from Crisis on Infinite Earths. I wonder if it's gonna be Supergirl holding James. That would be crazy. No. Anyway, um, so that's that. Um, Barry holding Oliver. Barry holding Oliver. Yeah, I got <laughs> I, I got ideas about that. Well, anyway, yeah. um, Melissa Benoist is making her directorial debut this season, episode 17, and David Harewood is coming back to direct episode 11. Well, he's not coming back. I mean, he's there, but he's going to direct episode 11. Yeah. Which is pretty cool, and I think that besides um, something I want to talk about, super cool, that's all the news for Supergirl, but big news she got herself a pair of pants. Sure did. She actually she really got a onesie more than anything. But I um, guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah, but she's got a brand spanking new suit, and it's great. It's ever awesome. everyone applaud. Every, it's looked, awesome. It's it looks it's fantastic. Very new fifty two, uh, in its in its look. Uh, it's like if you took the new fifty two design and gave her long like like it leggings. Gave her pants. Over, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is. Yeah, honestly, I think it looks like a Superman costume. That's mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. that was my take on it because if she's if let's say so Clark is we'll talk about this comes back for crisis but you know but he's go, as the start of the season he's he's still gone right he's he's right. not on he's, he's still not on Earth and so she's like she was filling in and being Earth's protector uh, main protector and all of that stuff but 
she is literally like wearing the pants now. Like, you know, she is, she has arrived in, in its own way. You know, like I think it, oh, yeah. it's a, I think it, the, it's a huge, huge statement. Um, but I, we, we've said for years that when she's, she plays these alternate versions of herself, you know, like Overgirl or um, was it Overgirl? Yeah, Is that her name? yeah, Overgirl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh-huh. she or Red Daughter. She has these, you know, she has these costumes with pants, and I was like, those costumes look great. They look great. Did Overgirl have pants? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I remember she obviously did. Red, Red. She did too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and Red Daughter did too. So, so uh, I didn't. I, I remember Red Daughter having them, but didn't realize that it went that far back. So that yeah, that is true when you put it that way. Yeah, hmm. I. It's just a. I mean. It, it's four seasons since we're now going on season five. And, you know, that's a huge evolution for the character, not just in costume, but in, you know, confidence, you know, and it just, um, you know, because people talk when you change your costume, people are like, oh, you, it's like we're changing glasses. Oh, you got new glasses? Oh, you yeah. got a new costume? You know, oh, where's the skirt? Because you know people are going to talk about it. You know the news is going to cover it. And, you know, I'm talking in-universe, of course. but In-universe, yes, yes. Yeah, well, and but even outside of the universe, it's the icon that represents the show, right? The costume is the icon mm-hmm. that represents the show. And all the other shows in the DC uh, TV universe here, in the DCCW, have, uh, have changed costumes almost every year or every other year. And this is the first one not to do that. You know, they, they've waited till season five to do that. That's true. Um, so, it, it, you know, what does that say? I mean, it's because maybe there's there's more. It, it is an iconic look that is more tied to the character. But but I I'm all for it. I'm glad that they're doing it. it sounds like Melissa Benoist has been uh, advocating for it since about season two. Yeah, uh, I'm sure and, she's tired of I'm sure she's tired of being cold in a skirt in the middle of Vancouver in February. That's what, that's what she said. She she uh, she talked to uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, and uh, she said exactly that, that she's like suspended up in the air doing flying scenes and they just leave her there for hours and she's freezing in a skirt in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that that's she's just there. So now at least she'll she'll be comfortable or more comfortable. Yeah, no, good for her. I'm mm-hmm. I'm super ha- I'm super happy about that. Me too for her. But speaking of new costumes, Arrow and Flash have also got themselves some new duds, um, which I don't even know if you noticed or cared because you don't really care for superhero costumes. but um, Not the you way look, you do, but I, I if did you, notice some. So uh, Entertainment Weekly had a huge spread on CW show, the CW superhero shows, and both Flash and Arrow debuted their new looks there. Supergirl did not. They must have shot it before they were ready Got to it. release her suit. Um, but Arrow's is a nice blend of his modern look and his season one look. It's very nice. It's actually, I think, the best suit yet. And uh, Flash got rid of some of the alternating reds. You know, there was some maroon still on his one-piece suit. It would, you know, that wasn't really working. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty much just all red with some yellow and lightning on the boots. And it's like, it's the Flash. It's like the Flash, it, man. It looks, it looks, it looks super great. Um, so let's talk about that um, Supergirl trailer they showed at comic-con um a lot of stuff from the season four not too too much not too too much was happening in there but the main thread was lena knows as yep. we know at the end of season four and it looks like that confrontation happens pretty quick must be pretty early on yeah uh, it, it was mostly old footage like you said but but then the last like 30 seconds or so is is new footage mm-hmm. um and yeah, it's mainly it's mainly the two of them. We see the two new characters briefly, and then it's it's Lena and Kara um, 
uh, and and the troubles they're having, and then some really nice glory shots of the new costume. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, they Comic Con shows up so early into filming of the next season that it's always like a mad dash for the them to come down to San yeah. Diego, say a couple words, and then and then you know and then run out. Ruby Rose couldn't even make it; she was like stuck in the middle of filming Batwoman, and she had to send out this apology. You're like couldn't even couldn't even get there, but couldn't get you know, away. It's all in the glory of making the show. So that's right. That's right. Uh, so uh, do you? I mean, Lena says specifically in the trailer, like I'm not the villain. I just want her to feel the betrayal that I felt, and I want to be like, but Lena, that makes you the villain. That's what villains do. That's what villains do. Don't. This is you are you are late. You are playing into your dead brother's hands. That you know, dead, dead, quote unquote, dead, dead brother, D E D, dead. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so let's also talk about crisis because a lot of stuff happened. A lot of a lot of fun and interesting things happened uh, in there, which I honestly think is the biggest and most fun news of the con. That I Ty- agree. Tyler Hoechlin is back as Superman for the crisis, but also Brandon Routh, Superman Returns, Superman, also of the Adam of the Arrowverse is returning to play Superman in the Crisis crossover, and he is not only playing Superman, he is playing the Kingdom Come Superman. Kingdom Come Superman! I lost my mind. I couldn't believe it. Like, I'd always wanted this to happen, and I wasn't sure it ever would, but here we are, and it is actually happening. He's actually suiting up again as Superman, and I am so excited about it. Uh, I literally squeed. You want to talk about an act? You want to talk about an actor that really deserved a second chance at their at their character and is getting it. He's actually getting it. Now but so here's the thing. So but he's the he is he said at con he is he's wearing the suit, you know, based off of the Alex Ross, you know, Kingdom Come costume. Kingdom Come for people who don't know is a Mark Wade Alex Ross com, uh, limited limited miniseries graphic novel. Now you can get it in graphic novel format uh, about a, an aged generation of heroes, the technically the second generation of heroes who have kind of aged into their 60s and 70s. And the newer generation is a little bit uh, is a, a lot tougher on villains. You know, they just go out and kind of murder them instead of bringing, you know, bringing them to justice in the more traditional sense. And so it fuels this kind of war between the heroes, uh, who's right and who's wrong and all this kind of stuff. This is a. Uh, if you, it's like um, so it's like Civil War, Marvel Civil War for DC yes. heroes, but a decade before Civil War even happened. But every everybody's in their twilight years, basically. But the it's a, it's an excellent read. Kingdom Come is is one of the like upper echelons of you know must read for comic fans, and so it's very very exciting that they're going that direction. So I don't know if his so anyway. So Brandon Routh said they couldn't use the the superman return suit like they literally couldn't use it like that was off limits to them and so so he's not wearing that one so i wonder if they're going the kingdom cow uh kingdom come direction not because he's actually playing kingdom come superman or comes from that world he's they're just using the costume as as something fun for fans as imagery for yeah i i wouldn't be surprised if that was the if that was the case i i think that's uh yeah, I think that's that's fair to assume. Yeah, yeah. So it's not really confirmed that he's Kingdom Come Superman. He's wearing the costume, but either way, if he's right. Kingdom Come Superman, that means that the Christopher Reeve Brandon Routh Superman universe eventually becomes the Kingdom Come universe. Think about that. That's right. Oh man, I didn't think about that. When you put it that way, 
Oh, man, that makes it so much more exciting. It oh, makes it even more yeah. exciting. I know. I know. I mean, there was a lot of good comic news uh, for a con this year about stuff that we don't talk about on Supergirl. But, man, I, you know, and there's, I mean, there's even other stuff from the CW show. So um, the guy who plays the monitor is also playing the anti-monitor. Mm-hmm. And um, the Flash uh, trailer dropped uh, too, and they they're um, the villain is Bloodwork this season, who I I know almost nothing about, but the trailer was super creepy and looked. Real I know fun. nothing about him either, but I know that Sendhill Ramamurthy is playing him, and he was from Heroes, so I'm really excited about That's that. That's where I know him. Oh, yeah. I could not figure it out. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was that... Mohinder. He was Mohinder on 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 Heroes, so I'm super super stoked about that. You know, for a show to um for a show to um to drop a comic con trailer and fo- like it was basically focused on the villain like yeah. you know and so i think that ha- says a lot about the direction they're taking this season you know and right. and the confidence they have in the villain i think they heard fans like cicado was real weak uh, like real weak um, yeah. and so they need you need somebody you need somebody formidable i guess or you know really formidable not fake formidable flash has such a great rogues gallery you know that it just it just feels like you should be able to pull i agree from that more so i'm i'm glad i'm glad that um this that's their focus on the on the villain Mm -hmm. yeah that'll be good and um arrow confirmed obviously last 10 episodes that um steven amell is playing different universe versions of himself throughout the show he's universe hopping with the monitor as also kind of like a last hurrah to arrow but he's playing multiple universe versions of himself which is super cool so like we're going to be getting some wild and crazy and out there but probably influenced from other major comic books and they'll kind of like retool that for arrow give me quiver right yeah give me quiver yeah Yeah. it'll be good stuff so i think that's it for I think that's it for the CW for the CW shows. Um, Those are Lex the Lu- highlights. Yeah, pretty much. Lex Luthor can turn to Lex Luthor probably most likely definitely coming back for Crisis, which means that we're probably getting a Superman Lex Luthor confrontation too. Don't I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, and we've seen how they do Lex Luthor in this universe before, so I feel like we're in for something good. And if mm-hmm. I if like I could see Brandon Routh punch John Cryer. <laughs> Uh, I'm at you know honestly as much I've seen Brandon Routh hang out with Lex Luthor I've seen that I already happen I need to see Tyler with his yeah, Lex Luthor yeah, that's no, his sure. Lex Luthor I need to that's see right. that that's right that's mm-hmm. right that's right that is his Lex Luthor and they have a history we already know they have a history so I want to see that play out oh man it's gonna be an exciting it's gonna be an exciting one man it is gonna be a really really exciting mm-hmm. uh, crossover. This was a great Comic-Con with full of lots of, of great fun stuff. Like I said, if you want to hear the rest of our Comic-Con conversation, head on over to BeerWithGeeks.com uh, or ThoughtBubbleAudio.com, and you can you can find that uh, that conversation over there. Yep. Tim, anything else we should we should cover off on before we say goodbye to the nice people? Nope. I think, I think that wraps the whole kit and caboodle. So until next time. Up, up, and away.